Welcome to Win the Day from Back to the Bible. I'm your coach, Pastor Nat, helping you stand firm, stand faithful, and stand on God's Word. And today, we're going to talk about the origins of mankind. How did we get here? Have you ever wondered that? Exactly where did mankind come from? If you talk to many teachers and professors, they'll say that we are the results of time plus matter plus chance. Some people think that it all began with crystals and ooze. As you know, it's popular to believe that our cousins are the apes. Now, I don't know about you, but I think these theories seem, I guess, pretty hard to believe. So is there a better explanation? There is, and it's found in Genesis 2. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. If you've read the creation account, God spoke and boom, it was done. But then that changed when God created mankind. Here we find Adam, the first man. But notice, instead of speaking mankind into existence, God came down to earth. He put his hands into the dirt. God formed man like a potter makes a pot or like a sculptor makes a masterpiece. But he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop by just shaping and molding. No. It says, God breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils. Now, it's not like God was six feet away. He wasn't at a distance blowing life into man. No. This is deeply intimate. Think of it like a kiss. God is there hovering over man's nostrils and intimately releases life into the first man. Think about the skill and care of creating mankind versus the rest of creation. Yes, it's true that God would create the animals, and the animals are soulish creatures. They do have a soul. But as theologian and philosopher J.P. Moreland suggests, they have lesser souls, but they're still living creatures. But you see, God, he puts special care and relationship into mankind. And just a few short verses later, God creates the first woman, Eve. And what does the Bible tell us? God steps back. He observes all the creation. He looks at Adam and Eve. And what does he say? He says, it was very good. But if you're like me, 
you look around and you say, but it's not so good now. People are a mess. Well, the reason is we're sinful. We're sinful. Yes, we possess the capacity for amazing good, but we fail so often. What happened? Well, just one chapter later in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve were tempted by Satan and by their own pride. They wanted to become like God. They doubted God. They sinned. The world and mankind just has never been the same since. (laughs) When I remember that story, I want to say thanks a lot, Adam. Thanks a lot, Eve. You were so good. You were very good, but you made it very bad. But in Genesis 3, God says he will fix this in the end. And he did this through his son, Jesus Christ. Now that you know how we got here, you're wondering, so what? What difference does this make? Well, here's my challenge for you today. When you see people around you, remember that God formed mankind and made us special. We are not an accident. We are not a monkey's uncle. We are a soul with a body that God treasures. So today, treat each other like God created us with special care, because He did. We may all be fallen, some may be redeemed, but we are all worthy of respect and compassion because we are the creation of God. So find one way to show one person their intrinsic value. Let them know, regardless of what they've done to you or anyone else, they are special and they are worthy of a relationship with God. I would love for you to share your story below and together Let's go win the day.